Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I am your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Quite well. How about yourself? Very good. Very good. Looking forward to, to getting deeper into this. We're in the jellies, heading towards the marmalades to get to the jams. Yes, yes indeed, we are fighting our way out of these uh, triple digits. It's a slog sometimes. But you know what? Also down here I found when I did this last uh, listen to these 20 songs is like some of them I'm like, this is much better than its its placement indicates. And I will yes. we'll talk about that when we get to them. But it yeah, is kind of nice. I, I feel that way too. Like our relationship with the tunes changes mm-hmm. over the years, you know. Even yeah. Like since we started doing this. and But some of them I think we just misplaced them one way or another yeah i think some got chosen very early and just got just piled on top of and they just turned like went down 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 and never had a chance to land where they should have landed yeah so i think you could take the take the wheel on this first one paco i think you got a thing or two to say about it yeah all right so at number 126 we've got zilch zilch mr davalina mr bob davalina Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Zilch, China Clipper calling Alameda. China Clipper calling Alameda. Zilch, China Clipper calling Alameda. Never mind the furthermore, self defense. Never mind the furthermore, the plea self defense. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. Okay, now, the craziest thing about this song is that, like, 25 years later, it was sampled by Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who is Ice Cube's cousin actually, and uh, wow. became like a hit, like a real hip-hop hit. With Mr. Dabalina. And, and that's, kind of, that's kind of wicked on its own. Again, another monkey song being used in hip-hop, which blows my mind every time. Oh, for sure. And then also the, the, the cool thing about this song is like it shows the boys in the studio doing the stuff that they wanted to do, and they would have never been able to do this under the Kirshner regime at all. Yeah, like just put a song like this on an album. Definitely, especially like when Mike goofs up a little and they keep it in, and it's just <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, and they'll start laughing, and uh, yeah, it's just a, just a cool interlude. Which, man, going back into hip hop culture, the skit interludes on hip hop <laughs> albums. It's like, this is what that was for the monkeys in the 60s. Like, not a lot of bands, at least mainstream bands, were doing stuff like this on yes. their albums. And also, it's, I think it's easier. I don't know if easier is the word, but for the monkeys to do it, because unlike most bands, we're familiar with their speaking voices because we've gotten to know them True. on the show, right? So you know Pete's Pete and Mike's Mike, just from hearing their voices, just talking. And you, you don't get that uh, with a lot of bands, and it's part of what makes it fun, for real. Yeah, and it also, uh, it, we, we know their personalities because of the show. You know what I mean? Like, yes. say if it was like Herman's Hermits did it, you'd be like, oh, I guess these are guys <laughs> in the band doing this. I don't know who these people are. Is, but is because the monkeys. I don't know. Yeah, is that Herman or is that Hermits? I don't know who, <laughs> which one's talking right now. But yeah, so that's what I think about Zilch. It's again not a song, but I think it is important in uh, the Monkeys catalog, even though it is number one hundred and twenty-six on our countdown. Yeah, for real. 
Did you know uh, Jim Henson had a Hermit's Hermit's covered band called uh, Kermit's Hermit's? Oh, wow. I, I, I read that somewhere, actually. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> Fake Wikipedia. Yeah. All right, so that'll take us down to number 125 now, or up to number 125, I guess, mm-hmm. with theme from The Monkees. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. What can you say about the theme from The Monkees? Yeah, exactly. It's hard to talk about this song as a song because it's so much more than a song. It's like, it's the whole brand. It's it's the song everyone at least kind of knows. And it yes. also, it like, it sets up the plot of the show, if there was any plots in the show. Kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it lets, it, it lets you know what you're getting into. But and we kind of really, we banished it until 125 just because we're like, oi, we're listening to it on a CD or something. Yeah. We're, we're, we're probably skipping it. But... Okay, over the last two years doing the show, um, did you ever skip the intro while you're watching the show? I don't think I did. I think because uh, like we started to not skipping it at the beginning that when I was like, I'm just going to skip this, it felt wrong to skip. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And so like, there's this, this song we quote unquote don't like that we voluntary, voluntarily listen to. <laughs> like literally a couple hundred times over the last two years. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And and yeah. And also with this song, it's like uh it sounds like a commercial because it is, essentially. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's got that kind of vibe to it. But mm-hmm. the solos that are near the end are like oh, yeah. really great and are, are pretty much forgotten about because they're not in the show. <laughs> If you're a Monkees fan, the song comes on. It's probably very rare. Like, I'm going to listen to this whole song right now. Just because it's (laughs) just one of those songs. Like, oh my goodness. I've heard this song 20 zillion times. But I would say to people who are like, yeah, no, that song, who are listening right now. Like, yeah, man. Like, put it on. Listen to it all the way through Mm -hmm. if you haven't in a Mm -hmm. while. Because uh, the ending is really great. It's a perfect opportunity to talk about our posting of the Randomatic Countdown, which you get to on our YouTube channel. Because I found... uh, it's the theme with the uh, video, but it's uh, edited out to full length. So it's got those, those fuzzbox solos in it mm-hmm. with some other footage from the show, which is uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty neat. It's a, it's a really great... Uh, we've talked about it before, but yeah, you've, you found really cool videos if there was a video for the song or a cool uh, alternate, alternate take or something. So yeah. yeah, check it out on YouTube, Podcast Valley Sunday in the playlist, and you can you can... Keep up with it. As we talk about it, you can listen to the song as we give you the clip. You push pause, listen to the entire song, then come back and hear us talk about it. And you'll have a better relationship with it. <laughs> Amazing. You might remember we pulled this back on episode 16. Um, right after we had uh, honorarily slipped in I'm a Believer, and we were joking mm-hmm. as we were reaching for the hat, like, oh, I guess it'll have to be kind of a, a lesser-known tune, and it was this one. So <laughs> the only possible monkey's song that's probably more well known than i'm a believer yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so it takes us up to number 124 
when love comes knocking, parentheses, at your door, parentheses. <laughs> that almost rhymed. Almost. almost. They, I hear they tried to do that in the studio, but it didn't work out. When love comes knocking at your door, just open up and let it in. It's a very Davy bravado song. Not like bravado like he's being like the man. It just has that. Maybe vibrato is what I'm looking for for his, his voice. Uh, it's it's kind of plunky plunky, right, during the, the verse, but it's catchy enough. Uh, but it doesn't really stand out until you get to the outro, which I really like when Davey holds on the... At your door, at your door. That's what I think is the best part of the whole song at the very end. Yeah, there it is. And it's cool. I like about halfway through it, it kicks in with the, the two Davies layered up on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, a dream come true for Davey, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, audio-wise, there's uh, the main melody and then a different melody on top. It's pretty neat. I know when love comes knocking at your door That you're afraid of loving me Just open up and let it in I think that, that kind of eased it up out of the where most of Davey's other songs are. Yeah. True, true. But really, yeah, there's not a whole lot to be said about it, you know, I find. There's a couple songs that are like that. So without further ado, we'll go up to number one, two, three here. You're so good to me. You're so good to me. I'm hooked on the things you do. You're so good to me. Tell me what can I do for you? This song, it opens with Davey and a, a guitar. It, and it's just like... Okay, but then it gets kind of funky in the verse. And, and it's pretty cool, but the chorus, which is the same as the intro, it's kind of cheesy and predictable. But but the verse is, I think, really, really good. It just takes a, a left turn. It is, and yeah, like you just touched on, it's got that sweet changes bass yeah. that we've become accustomed to. Um, back with these, uh, the, the songs that were recorded for the changes project. And this is a Jeff Barry song. So it was going to be on the album, whether it was a monkey's album or, or an Andy Kim album. I think this is one of the songs that someone was going to sing and it ended up being Sir David Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it's okay. Just, I find a lot of songs, uh, back here in the countdown. The thing that really gets them is they're kind of uneven. Like it sounds like the verse sounds like one song, the chorus sounds like another song, and they just kind of get put together. And I yeah. find this is one of those songs. There's a couple coming up here that is like that. <laughs> Indeed. And that is, like I said, a Jeff Berry tune. Uh, the previous tune, When Love Comes Knocking at Your Door, was a Neil Sedaka song. And uh, the theme from the Monkees was uh, a Boyce and Heart jam. Yes. Forgot to mention who wrote what. <laughs> but uh, that brings you back up to speed. As we're talking about, you're so good to me here at number 123 here on the Randomatic Countdown at Podcast Valley Sunday. Okay, so moving on up to number 122, Dying of a Broken Heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this one's off of Justice, correct? 
That is absolutely right, Buck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it opens up with like a drum and bass groove, which is kind of cool. And the yeah. music throughout is actually pretty good. And it's uh, essentially the songs about a guy who's lived through the 60s and Nixon and drugs and everything, but now <laughs> he's dying of a broken heart. <laughs> like That's what's taking him out, essentially. Of all things. Yeah, yeah, of all things. And uh, yeah, it's like Mickey sings it well. It's like kind of like a, a swanky, smooth shuffle <laughs> to it. And uh, yeah, and the guys are definitely jamming. Like it's the four of them playing music together, and it's that alone is kind of neat. And they're just kind of jamming out a little story song. Yeah, like a, yeah, a doctor, doctor, give me the news type of situation. <laughs> and it's also got a really cool guitar solo. Yes. Yeah. So this is this is another song. I feel it's a placement on the countdown. It doesn't indicate how good of a song it actually is. Yeah, it is kind of like. Uh, Oh, one of the stronger justice tunes, perhaps, which is mm-hmm. darning it with some pretty faint praise. Yeah. But what can you do? Yeah, exactly. But it, it it's all justice. The thing that's really cool about justice is the four of them. And that's goes a long way, even yes. though the album is no good times. You know what I mean? No, yeah, not quite. It's it, it's some good times. But yeah, not, it's not good times. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's pretty good times. all right so number 121 we've got gotta give it time speaking of good times yeah and this song man uh it, it, it's got that vibe of a rock song you've heard a million times. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when somebody's like the blues shuffle guitar lick, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, no, I, I know this one. And that's what, it, like, it makes me want to do the frug or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got that, that pop and drum. It's like, it was recorded, some of these tracks were recorded back in the 60s. Yeah. You can sort of tell. Exactly. And it makes it sort of easy to picture the guys maybe in the suits playing this song yeah on the show maybe and uh i don't know i I just like this tune yeah and i think that that's why it feels like a song that's been around forever because it is a song that's you know it was written in the time when that wasn't such a trope kind of song but now it's like oh frig yeah okay i know this kind of song and of of course the star of the show in the tune is uh mickey's orgasmic gasping (laughs) yeah always yeah His voice does sound great in this song, though. He really sings the heck out of it. Throughout the album, throughout throughout every album. Yeah, throughout his say? career, Mickey's <laughs> been... Uh, I, man, I wonder if like, you have like a bummer Mickey show. You see him, his voice isn't quite there, if that's ever even uh, happened. It's like... I don't, know. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure it's possible. I don't think it is either. All right. <laughs> so well, this, these two kind of go well hand in hand. Number 120, Whatever's Right. also a song that kind of seems flat to me just in the way that it feels like a song i've heard 12 zillion times <laughs> yes. just because it's that kind of song and um i don't know i would probably flip these two maybe because yeah um whatever's right like in my notes i have it sounds like the wonders 
or the Oneaters. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's it's got like it's slightly inauthentic. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's yeah. got a bit of um, like it's like it's it's fiction, fictional rock. It's not from the time for real. It's just a a simulation. It's a little little too shiny. Yeah, but it, it is a boys and heart jam, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah. Like it might have been kicking around, but it, it's kind of um, it's got the the modern day gloss to it. Yeah, I agree. Like like a theme park version of the '60s. Yeah, and and as we've just discussed before, with good times being sounding f- not from the '60s, but like the '60s, it wasn't trying mm-hmm. to sound like 2016 or whatever it was. Right. That's what makes that record work. Whereas like like mm-hmm. super shiny monkeys just doesn't work. It's just not what you're looking for. You know what I mean? No. It'd be like if there's not, like not, not like, much digital involved with the creation of monkey music. Yeah, exactly. It's kinda of like free as a bird by the Beatles, right? It's like, yeah. okay, this is the Beatles, but it has that new feeling to it that just does not sit well to me anyway. Yeah, that'd be a triple digits on our Beatles random head yeah. countdown. I remember when it came out though, I really liked the like the riff, like the chorus that John sings. I liked that a lot. But then the yeah. rest then again, it's like sounds like two different songs put together because it essentially it was. Oh, it kind of was. So Yeah. What can uh, you do? All right. So that brings us out of the one twenties into the one teens at number one nineteen <laughs> with I'll spend my life with you. And I hope you're there And you still care And if you do I'll spend my life with you This is a pretty good one. Yeah, I agree. I think the song is too low on the countdown. That's the first thing I wrote about it. I was like... <laughs> It's got a catchy verse and a chorus, and it's pretty sweet, the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, see, I find, kind of feel, for me at least, the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff on the second album kind of mm. leeches into the songs. Like, you know they don't really like these songs. You well, know what's going on. They're trying to fight to not have this be what they are. But uh, the song, it's, uh, it's good. I don't think it's as bad as the placement indicates. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that said about the behind-the-scenes, this is one of the songs they brought to headquarters and like learn to play themselves like there's that version where they're in the studio like with the session musicians for like the more of the monkey sessions i think it showed up on a missing links but they actually play it themselves with the slide guitar and everything on headquarters so like yeah it must have some sort of fondness for this tune yeah and yeah the way the chorus kind of builds and the melody goes up it's just a, it's a nice tune kind of a a davy style tune sung by mickey yeah exactly and uh must have been pulled early and just got shuffled to the back quickly because uh, I don't think it deserves to be down in the 119. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny how we're arguing with our own list. Way to go, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> but let's zoom on into number 118. This just doesn't seem to be my day. I guess I should have stayed in bed My pillow wrapped around my head Instead of waking up to find A nightmare of a different kind She went away This just doesn't seem to be my day I like where this one's placed, I've got to say. <laughs> uh, but, okay, okay, hold on. 
it has such a radical, mystical, psychedelic opening that yes. that really yes. rad open. And then it switches to bubblegum pop on a dime. And you're like, wait, what happened to that other song? Like, I would have thought it's like. going to be a better song for a minute. Yeah, then. exactly. Exactly. And uh, and again, it's the very early days of the monkeys oozing out of it. It's got, you know, like the, the way Davies, yeah. this, just the, the material is just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think don't know. you talk about coming out of the bridge. You, it feels like it's going to turn into "I'll spend my life with you." Yeah, I think yeah. that's part of why they ended up together on the countdown. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think you did some uh, some DJ work and mixed the two together. Wacky <laughs> uh, when we pulled this one back on episode uh, thirty-one. It has that uh, big dreamy little part before the chorus, kind of that almost turns into I'll spend my life with you. It, it's so it, it's like it's leading into it and then it goes into this other thing. Do you recall that? I do. I do. I do remember that. And uh, nice. yeah, it, yeah, the opening, the verse, and the chorus sound like three different songs in this song. <laughs> it's such a, such totally. a weird, weird tune. And, and you, could, you could fill a CD with tunes where there's, there's the intro, and you're getting pretty stoked, but then just the bottom falls out. <laughs> yeah. like another example, like, remember uh, Bluebird by uh, Buffalo Springfield? Yep. It's got that rocking, like a killer guitar intro, and then it just kind of drops and gets kind of poppy and folky. Like, ah. Listen to my bluebird laugh. Yeah, I wonder what happens there, why, why that happens with bands, but it does happen. <laughs> it, it, it does. Sometimes you just have a killer riff that you don't know what to do later. Yeah, and you just stick it on something. Okay, I'll put it on this. And then you're like, ooh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we could have done so much better. For real. <laughs> so this brings us now to number 117, I'll Be True to You. I'll be true to you. Yes, I will. I'll be true to you. So this is a first record, correct? Yes, it is. And like, I, I don't remember ever listening to this song too much. And we <laughs> probably should have talked about it about ten songs ago. Yeah. No. Exactly. It, it's uh, when I was listening to it today, it had the picture of the first album up, right? Yeah. And, it, and it, it's listed on the front on cover the, but i, I right honestly i had to look at it four times before i saw it like it's like it's like an optical illusion and an, a, an illusion for your ears as well because you've never heard this song <laughs> when you've listened to the album <laughs> yeah it's like it's like one of those it's, it's a davy song just the the most basic possible davy song and oh there's a little spoken word part yeah yeah and like uh okay yeah, whatever. It's it, not for us. No, no. It has that um, that gleeful hopefulness of the first album. You know what I mean? Like mm. those songs have that like 
yeah. it's this, this record made for this TV show. Let's just see what happens with it. And yeah. then the second record when they're stars and trying to become a real band that has its own baggage with it. But like, yeah. it's a really great bridge in this story. Got a mm-hmm. lot of doot doots, which are fun. <laughs> I used to be the kind who said that every girl's the same and love was just a game for having fun. But these, these Davy Jones pillow talk tunes, they don't make it onto the show. No, exactly. And therefore, we end up like not really giving a shit about them. Yeah, don't even know it exists. <laughs> I'll be true to you. Was written by uh, Goffin Titleman, not Goffin King. Hmm. So, interesting. I don't know. I don't know where Carol King was that day, but Mr. Titleman had to help out Jerry Goffin <laughs> to write that. Obviously, maybe Titleman's the spoken word guy. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. We we need some spoken word here. Get Titleman. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, he didn't come up with the title. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all be true to you in number 117. <laughs> so we'll forget about that one now for the rest of our lives. It's high time. We took one of CJ's famous stat breaks, and here we go. I want to talk a little about um, an important monkeys collection that is like for people who got into the monkeys. Like, after the show, like, in the 70s, the 90s, like you and me. This is a very important record. Um, it's called The Monkey's Greatest Hits. Oh, yes. It, it's orange. <laughs> it's got 11 tunes on it. And for a good long while, particularly up here in Canada, this was the only Monkey's CD you could find anywhere. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> for real. And, like, it was literally all we had. And it's it's got that orange cover, weird the pose of the guys. They're not in like the suits, but they're like just just chilling around. Mike looks miserable. Yeah, he looks so miserable. And I, and I think on the back there's a picture of them in the furry vests. Yeah, like yeah, there's, there's a picture of them in that outfit, like from the from the pilot. Like this, yeah. this came out in the '70s, but they did not have any like updated pictures of the monkeys to use for this thing. They're like, eh, just put it out. Yeah, but. So I, I ran the numbers on this. I took the uh, the 11 tunes and where we placed them in our countdown and did like I did with the other albums, got an average score. Now, Paco, I'm going to ask you how you think this record did. But keep in mind, it has one song from Headquarters, one song from Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones, mm-hmm. and 0.0 songs from the Head soundtrack. It's a very early Monkeys loaded album because it's a greatest hits, not a best of, right? That is a valid point. And I, I always does, say the, the best of albums are so much better than the greatest hits albums of any artist. Because, <laughs> you know, the best songs aren't the hits. True, Arguably. true, true. But this has, this has the, the theme from the monkeys. <laughs> it does. It. Man, <laughs> I could probably give you the order of this thing. I, I listened to it while going to sleep every night for like two years or something like that. Actually, like, bet, son. Let's hear it. The track listing for okay. the Monkey's Greatest Hits by uh, Chris the Kid Paco by memory. Anything. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to get it wrong on the third one. <laughs> Once I said that, I was like, you know what? I don't know this. Okay. It'd be the theme from the Monkeys, Last Train to Clarksville. Yes. Yeah. Is it She next? Correct. Okay. Okay. It's a Davy song. I say, is it Daydream Believer? Correct. Okay. 
daydream believer into I'm a believer? No. No, okay. I know it ends with Shades of Grey, and I know Stepping Stones near the end as well. Up next after Daydream Believer is Mike's only appearance. Oh, really? Uh, um, oh, is it Sweet Young Thing? <laughs> no, it's Listen to the Band. Listen to the Band, of course, of course. It goes she, Daydream Believer. Yeah. Listen to the Band. And a little bit me, a little bit little, you. Oh, yes. I forgot about that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then gets into I'm a Believer, I Want to Be Free, Pleasant Valley Sunday, Stepping Stone, and Shades, Shades of, Grey. of Grey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, are we fond of this record, do you think, Paco? <laughs> I'd probably say no. I'd say it's probably a lot of low. Pro- I think Stepping Stone might be the highest one. Or, uh, oh, maybe not. <laughs> no. Pleasant Valley we, got, we like a few of these tunes, and it pulls oh, it way Oh, listen to up. the band. Listen to the band would be the highest one, correct? Uh, actually, we got uh, Pleasant Valley okay. Sunday. Yeah. But um, the average score of the songs on the Monkey's Greatest Hits is 49.00, huh. like an even 49. Wow. Which, by the numbers, makes it our second favorite Monkey's album. Huh, that's interesting. How about that? I wouldn't have thought so. I would have thought so either, even though it's kind of ankled by having the theme on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the only triple-digit thing on here. Oh. The rest are pretty mid-pack. Nice. So, and uh, obviously, you know, these are important songs, and they've uh, rubbed off on us. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, we do sure. kind of like some of these tunes, and I can't wait to talk about them later on here on the Randomatic Countdown. I know. I can't wait to see the first song I'm excited to talk about <laughs> when it comes up i think it's still gonna be a couple weeks but it's coming <laughs> you mean it's not a, you mean it's not our next song at number 116 unfortunately not at number 116 <laughs> do you feel it too and paco does not i do not feel it too oh baby life is like a cartoon movie being with you makes it groovy everything you do is new to me it's like okay this one and the next song are kind of similar in that they have the same things but opposite of each other like mm. this is like a davy song that doesn't sound like a monkey song like in a bad way <laughs> like it just sounds like a <laughs> cast off song you know it, it it really sounds like they're trying to write a Nez song after Nez has left the band. Mm. And they're still trying to, to keep that countrified rock vibe in the monkeys. That little niche of the fandom. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a, it feels like a rambling part in a movie. Like, I could see Kermit and Fozzie singing this in the Muppet movie <laughs> when they're driving. <laughs> I could see, if it was in there, I'd be like, this is a good song. Awesome. But it's not, uh, I don't really enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> mm. So yeah, we could have probably talked about this a dozen songs ago too. Yeah, exactly. But what can you do? So it goes here at the Randomatic Countdown. Yeah, yeah. What do you feel about it? I I do. I also do not feel it too. <laughs> it is what it is. It's another Barry Kim number, and um, just a little pop trifle. Yeah. That uh, just like most of what changes was. Just a, a collection of songs. Exactly. Yeah, not an album. It's a collection of songs. 
And that's kind of all I've got to really say about it, to be honest. For real. But next song is one that sort of won us over a little bit. Definitely. we dug it up. Yeah, number 115, the French song. A little girl goes out walking in the night A little boy calls good evening From the light they stop to talk for just a while Okay, so you know, this is a, it's a French kind of shuffle song. And like, like I got to say, I really like this song. I really do. And it's, yeah. it's a, a perfect Davy song that doesn't quite sound like a monkey song, but he makes it work for the monkeys. Mm-hmm. It's like a, in the, it works like in the psychedelic late 60s kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it, and it definitely It'll, works as a song. And like most albums have a, a Davy song that's like a, a stylistic shift. Like, like it's from another country or something. Yeah. This is that one for Monkeys Present. And but it's uh but it's very cool, very cinematic. It kind of paints a picture. Yeah. And it's it sets a whole scene. Yeah. I, I, I do like the French song quite a bit. It's yeah, pretty man. rad. We pulled it back on episode twenty eight and uh we were we were happy we did. Yeah. So it's funny how it ended up way down here. Yeah, it's true. But we are getting up into sort of like I, I was peeking ahead to the top hundred, top hundred, top fifty, and I'm like, oh, this does. We do like a lot of these songs. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're we're starting to sprinkle them in now, which is nice. Like mm-hmm. gems, like that one. But yeah, it was this one, I I don't know if it would have cracked the top one hundred, but it, it probably could have moved up a little. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree with that. It's definitely better than number 114, Run Away From Life. What do you mean, Paco? <laughs> Let's run away from life together. Leave behind the stormy weather. Let's find out what fantasy can do. Well, now to go back to our playlist and the video you found for this, it opens up with Davy saying that the monkeys are like the mafia. Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> It's exactly like the mafia. (laughs) It's like a video from 96 that mixes footage from 96 with old footage from the the show and the movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, and again, the song has like two faces to it. It's got like the first like a chunky 90s happy rock. And then the chorus (laughs) is like darker and sludgier and a little more interesting and more fun to listen to. Yeah. So... And uh, it's got a raging synth solo. Heck yeah, that synth, that's worth listening to the song alone. Like, if you haven't listened to song in a while, just listen to it for that. You'll be pretty stoked just for to real. hear it because it's nuts. Davy sings it, but I think Peter wrote it. Okay, I'm pretty huh. sure that's how that worked. It does that kind of have that that off off kilter Peterness to it. It does. Yeah, and it's uh, 
It's also like the video, most of the video is filmed in a tiny alley. It looks like a hallway made of concrete. <laughs> <For real. laughs> it's the tiniest little space in the world. <laughs> they snuck into someone else's video shoot and just sort of grabbed a camera and a couple of lights and just kind of snuck, just trying to cram in their video. Yeah, just, yeah. Just behind the scenes of another video. Yeah, it's pretty funny, actually. And uh, in it, Mike looks like everyone's friend's uncle that's in a band. <laughs> he just has that look too. I'm like, yep, that's my uncle. He's in a band. He plays down at the Casa del Toro on Tuesday nights. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. For real. <laughs> All right. So number one thirteen. Since you went away. Pool it in the house, folks. Yeah, man, it's got some very swanky guitars in the in the in the verses. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it it's a classic funny Peter song about being happy that a woman left him. Essentially, all the good <laughs> things that have neat. happened since you went away. So it's almost like a Weird Al song. It is, yeah. Like like a Weird Al original, and uh, Levine, the guy who wrote it, he also wrote the Kit Kat jingle. Oh, really? Ooh, I hope yeah. he gets a piece of that every time it plays. <laughs> One of four pieces he got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this song, like, uh, Peter sounds really good. The bridge is pretty cool. Um, it's And, and it's 80s. It's like on Poolit, but it's not super duper 80s, like most of the stuff on Poolit is. And so <laughs> it kind of stands out from a lot of those songs because of it. It's got a bit of a timelessness to it. Yeah. Compared to some of the other tracks. Yeah, it, it does kind of fall apart in the end when it double times. It like, yeah. picks up the beat and it's just kind of like, okay, it's like, yeah, right. we didn't need this right here. But it, again, I think this one could have been definitely above the song that comes before it here. Or the next song, I'd say. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to number 112, Acapulco Sun. Since you went away, it should definitely be above Acapulco Sun, I think, at the very least. And same with French song, that's for sure. Yeah, like... I don't remember super duper liking this song when we pulled it. I mean, it's kind of a a fun kind of vacation vibes Mickey song from uh, Changes. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's not really my cup of tea, shall we say. Yeah, it's the classic monkey's identity crisis song. Like, (laughs) I don't know what kind of music this is, but it's like forgettable and regrettable. Like, (laughs) I'm not into it. I've never heard you more grumpy. I don't know what kind of music this is. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I know it's not something I'd really reach for. Again, it's again probably not like a bad song, but it's not a monkey song to me. Fair enough, Paco. Fair enough. So now here we have uh, number 111, the triple ones. We've got P.O. Box 9847. P.O. Box 9847. Seven. I've described me very poorly. Better 
Andy, why couldn't it be number 9847? I know. It would have worked so much better that way. <laughs> if only they had 10,000 songs. Yeah, or if it just could have been like number 98 or 47, <laughs> it would have worked fine. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be 47. No, that's that, no. <laughs> so this is a song, though, when I first heard the box set that I really remembered, just because the yeah. chorus is so catchy and it just makes a lot of sense to just get stuck in your head, essentially. It's just a neat little concept about a personal ad kind of thing, trying to come up with one. It's like the Pina Colada song, mm-hmm. like a different version of it, and uh, an extinct concept that you'd have to explain <laughs> to the children if they were to listen to this song. What's a P.O. box? What's what's a classified ad? What, the, what is all this? Yeah. You just say, just shut up. Just leave me alone. You, you don't care anyway. Just shut up. <laughs> Could you imagine putting an ad in the paper trying to meet somebody and then just waiting to That'd see if something happens? Devastating. That'd just be so devastating. <laughs> I feel, but I guess now it's online dating, right? You're just doing that, and now you just get to see who's not saying yes to you. <laughs> Instantaneous rejection yeah. instead of long, drawn-out rejection. Yeah, exactly. Turnaround time I'd rather, is a lot quicker. I'd rather know I'm ugly than think I'm ugly. So it's better <laughs> to have it done quick, I'd say. For real. And this is a Boyce and Hart number. And uh, I think we had to dock it a few points for rhyming true with true. Yeah, that's tough. Which annoys me when they just don't even come up with a, a second word. Yeah. But hey, what can you do? The, the alternate version of this song, though, is pretty trippy and a lot more fun to listen to. and has a much more of like a band vibe than yeah. uh, the Birds, the Bees, and the Monkeys version, I'd say. Yeah, it doesn't have like sort of like a little theremin kind of high-pitched yeah sound in it yeah it's really neat that helps this song a lot it does but it's it's still kind of a a unique it's a different tune and it's it's fun yeah and it's part of the strength of the grab bag that is the birds and the bees and the monkeys yeah it's something that i would have never thought would have been this low in the countdown you know what i mean but yeah. then when you're dealing with everything you kind of see where it's going to shake out but uh yeah no it's not a bad song but it's just a it's marmalade and it's it is post show but it could have probably built a show around a song like this like an episode of the oh show. my god i can't believe they didn't do a <laughs> a, 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 a classified ad kind of thing personal ad <laughs> Yeah, it's right there. It's oh, right well. there for them. Maybe, maybe when season three comes out, they'll do it. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Okay, so one thing we've got now is we've got number one eleven two point oh. Yeah, due to the various uh, snafus in the countdown, there's going to be some some uh, mixing around with the numbers. Um, because uh, just a game, I thought we pulled it twice, but we didn't. But long story short, it's the actual number 111. It's just a game from uh, Instant Replay and also from the uh, headquarters sessions. There's a way, there's a way for you and I, if you'll just stay. If you'll just stay to keep me hidden from the day. They've had the, they had the tune kicking around. It's one of Mickey's songs. So it's got that sort of unique creativity to it. Yep. And um, on the headquarters session, you hear him kind of goofing around with it, but kind of getting into it. Yeah, it's fun. Again, it's uh, going into the, the 
the studio with the boys and hearing them, you know, just be a bunch of goofballs, but also working these songs out is a lot of fun. Absolutely. And uh, it's the, the final product, like as it is on Instant Replay. It's just, it's cute. It's a little, uh, it, it fills a couple of minutes. It's Mickey. And it just, the song kind of builds up on itself. And um, it's just, it shows off some of Mickey's talent. You know, he doesn't, it's like his songs aren't like verse, chorus, verse. They're like yeah. they different parts to them. Yeah, they're very, they're, yeah, I, I really don't think Mickey gets the uh, songwriting props he should probably get. Because uh, yes. the songs are always interesting. He's very good at like the story song, I find. Yes. And and those are hard to write and keep you interested because you're locked into this uh, way of writing it. And uh, yeah, it could get tricky. For real. But he pulls it off well. But yeah, so anyway, just a game. It's a song, again, like I'm not a super big fan of it. Having the alternate demo takes really kind of gives it more life <laughs> because it's just kind yeah, of fun to be hanging out. But but yeah, I feel it's in a it's proper spot in the countdown, I'd say. Yeah. And same could be said for our uh, number 110, Mr. Webster. Everyone in town knew Mr. Webster. He worked at the bank for 40 years. And each week Mr. Frisbee made his check out for $68 clear. And through the years he floated 27 robberies Each time Frisbee promised him a raise Which has the distinction of being the first tune ever pulled from the wool hat of mystery for the Randomatic Countdown back on episode two. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I feel that then this song has the biggest drop in the charts out of any song because it was number one it went to number 110 so i think suppose you're right i think this is the one right here but uh, i got i I think it got buried on because i like mr webster i think again going back to one of mickey's songs or or story songs this is definitely one and a dumb teenage me just thought it was the deepest song in the world like i just (laughs) thought like what a story what a twist ending of this song this guy's stealing all their money and uh, there's the version that's on Missing Links Volume 2, which is slightly creepier and slightly a little more unsettling. Yes, yes. Than uh, the one that was on the album. Everyone in town knew Mr. Webster. He worked at the bank for 40 years. If you can hunt that one down, that's the one that's on our playlist on YouTube. So check it out. It's yeah. definitely... That was the first time I heard it was on Missing Links Volume 2. Yeah, we didn't have uh, Headquarters itself quite yet. No. I think. Uh, yeah, the one's more the band playing it, and this one's the the Missing Links one's got more of a, a left bank kind of a ominous vibe to it. Definitely. Yeah, it's something else. I like Mr. That's Webster. a voice and heart number sung by Mickey Dolan. Yeah, and I think I think it should be higher up on the countdown for sure. It probably should be higher than uh, our number 109 song, You and I. Not the good one, yeah. but the one from uh, Justice and also Dolan's Jones' Boyce and Heart. Yeah. 
the video for this one, again, it's a behind the scenes with the guys in 1996 mixed in with the show and the movies, which yeah. seemed to be what they were really pushing hard back in those days. I think they shot a weird little video for almost all of these songs. Pretty much. Like the 90s, they were just pumping out videos just for everything. <laughs> but this one has a very, like, camcorder vibe with it. Like the the, the quality, yeah. picture quality of it, which is weird. Um, well, maybe that might have been just the, the only surviving taped-off-the-TV version of it from the 90s. Who knows? Maybe. It has that look, though. Like it, the, the source material was a, a camcorder. Yeah. But it's cool to is, see all the grown-up dudes together, like we just said earlier. And yes. But Davey looks super awkward playing guitar. Like, he, he just does. <laughs> he, I don't know how else to describe it. Just like a weird, weird hand motion. It just, it's, it's just, we're just not used to it. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it was, uh, it was written by Mickey and Davey. And it's sung by Mickey and Davey. And, um, yeah, it first appeared. Like, when we, we discovered it was also on the Dolan's Jones Boyce and Hart album when we went and listened to that we're like oh this tune <laughs> it's like it was a different kind of a more uh more folksy version back yeah. in the 70s and it's they kind of updated it's got a cool bass line and everything but dude what's with the the human symbol stand yeah. did you notice this in the video <laughs> no i did not i gotta say like it appears to be uh, like I thought it was a mannequin, but it looks—it's a person, like a, a mostly naked female person. Or back to the camera, like it's sitting in front of the drums. Really, I did not notice that. I'm gonna have to <laughs> rewatch and check that out. That's funny and yeah, weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the heck was going on with it, but it's definitely a thing. It's very. This is. This is the thing about the Justice Project here and there is these risque touches. Yeah, of, and it's just weird. It, whether they're talking about drugs or, or slipping a little swear in there, here and there, whatever, or having a, a naked chick holding up the symbol. Yeah, yeah. It's like what's what's happening? Why is who whose idea was this? <laughs> Davies. For real, I think it was Mickey's. Yeah, it could have been. But yeah, it's a, it's a very, like the song itself doesn't really do much. It's just like, you know, okay, it's a song or whatever, but uh, the well, video makes it cooler. But <laughs> I suppose the video is about, I think it's about Mickey and Davey just surviving and doing the thing together and like still there for each other after all these years kind of things of ups and downs and but with promises unbroken. We're we're still doing it together, you know. Yeah, I think it's got that vibe. It had that vibe in the seventies. We're like, oh, we're we're still doing it, man. After all these years, and that was like well, ten years yeah, in. We've been doing yeah. it for eight years. I can't believe it. And then it's thirty years later. Like, can't believe it. We're still doing it. <laughs> but and meanwhile, like we just passed the anniversary of um the final show. Yep. Yeah. Just last with week, Mike and Mickey, and that was exactly fifty-five years after the show premiered. Really? Yes. I did not realize that. Yeah. Like, it's 55 years. The whole monkey experience. Wow. Boom. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Crazy and sad. <laughs> and it, it still continues because Mickey's obviously touring because yep. I don't know what else he would do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's been his whole life, right? Like, he wouldn't even mm -hmm. know what to do with himself, I bet. If you're like, nah, you're going to retire. He's like, okay, cool. And two days later, he's like, wait, what? Do no joke. Like, yeah, it must have been brutal staying at home during the uh, pandemic there for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, it must have been tough. Set up his uh. stuffed animals and put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. so that brings us now to number 108 from the Christmas album, Melikalikimaka. Melikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that they send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Great Davy version of a Christmas classic. Uh, it, it suits him perfectly. It's, yes. it's just a great one. Um, other than that, I don't really know what to say about it because it's, it's, it's Melakali Kamaka, right? Like it's, it, it is what it is. Even with Davy singing it, it reminds me of Christmas Vacation. Exactly. It'll always remind me of that. <laughs> There's nothing else other than Christmas Vacation for that song to me. Yeah, like I said, it's on the uh, the Monkeys Christmas Party album, it's and great, it's great kind album. of strange that the so far the last Monkeys album is a Christmas album, but it's kind of neat to yeah. have a reason to bring it out every year and yeah. listen to these decent, decent, decent tunes. Yeah, there's some really great songs on it, and uh, and yeah, this is definitely one of them. It's, yeah, yeah it's, and like we didn't we didn't put the whole record into the uh, countdown here, but uh, there's, there's some uh, Christmas tunes sprinkled throughout it, and it speaks to the quality of the tunes themselves and uh, the performance of the guys and, and the uh, crazy late monkeys resurgence that happened that no one saw coming. For real, well, no one saw, no one saw justice coming, and <laughs> That's true. no one saw you know Pleasant Valley Sunday and MTV coming. Like it, it all just kept happening. It, Put it out there, and people are like, oh, the monkeys? Yes, please. Yeah, we like generation after generation. Like no other band had a run like that. No, no, yeah, it, it's very interesting how they keep kept kind of popping up in popular culture. Even like going with Shrek, even so, people hate that or whatever. That <laughs> I, I also wish it was the monkeys' version, but it did keep them in the consciousness. Yeah, they just keep finding ways to pop up in uh, pop culture. And um, people like them, and the people that like them tend to uh, create more pop culture. Yeah, yeah, they pass it on. And people are, they're just open to them for some reason over other bands with that just don't pop back up, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, it's, I don't know, the monkeys just kind of uh, provide a window to what's possible. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too uh, fucking flowery about it, but it's their whole deal is so inspiring and fun, and like, like they beat the system. Like they changed how music is made, how TV is made. Like they did a lot. Yeah, they did, and uh, yeah, they were like the like the icebreaker at the front, just like plowing through and dealing with the critics and dealing with everything else, but always real, kind of coming out on top. It's awesome. Yeah. It's our boys. Yay, monkeys. <laughs> and that's, uh, I guess that's where we could uh, put a pin in it for now. Yep, yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for checking us out yet again. We hope you dig what's going on here. If you have any songs you think should have been placed somewhere else, let us know. We're always down for that. <laughs> probably agree with you here and there. Yeah, probably. Because, uh, yeah, we love talking about these songs. As we're coming up, some gems are getting sprinkled in, and it's only going to get better and better the closer we get yeah, to the buddy. top. So it's going to get fantastic. And next time, <laughs> we're going to break into the double digits. So finally, that's when you know it's getting real. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So from me, Paco, 
And me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.